Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 12, verses 27 through 36. This week we are at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando. And if you haven't yet, we'd suggest that you get over to our Conversations podcast, the CC Podcast Conversations, where we archive inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. In addition to promoting the Daily Dose and the CC broadcast, we're doing interviews down in Orlando this week, some of which may be interesting or inspiring for you, and we've got 60 other ones that are already there from previous interviews that we've done. Just wanted to throw that plug out there before we jump into today's text. If you've been following us, you remember from our previous devotion that Jesus turned a corner in the previous passage. Philip and Andrew told him that some Greeks wanted to see him. It triggered some kind of thought or a turn in his mind. Jesus has been saying multiple times in John that his time has not yet come, but in this previous text, he says, that the hour is at hand for the Son of Man to be glorified. And he goes on to indicate some things about his impending death and the fruit-bearing multiplication for the kingdom that will take place among Greeks and non-Jewish people all over the world. He continues in verse 27. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. So Jesus knows that a terrible crucifixion is coming. It troubles him. And although there might be a part of him that wants to avoid what this hour will bring, and by the way, it's not this exact hour, it's going to be in a few days, but instead of asking to be saved from it, he states that it's for this purpose that he's come, so that through his death and his resurrection, he might be glorified. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. This is interesting on a couple counts. First off, it's the third time in recorded scripture where we see God's audible voice being quoted. First time was at Jesus' baptism, the second time at his transfiguration, and now in this text. Secondly, something else that's interesting is that some people interpreted the voice of God to be like thunder. Others said it was an angel speaking to Jesus. Sounds like at least two different types of people heard the same thing and interpreted it differently. Some have suggested that those who trusted Christ, the eyes of whose hearts were open to know the truth about him, might have heard the specific words and understood them to be heavenly, while others who don't trust Christ and whose hearts are hard toward him either didn't hear the specific words that were spoken, or even though they did, were unwilling to assign them to something supernatural, so they said it was thunder. I think the same kind of thing goes on today, not necessarily with the audible voice of God, but with people who are followers of Christ interpreting something that God has done in the world differently than people who are not followers of Christ. And it might even be that the people who are not followers of Christ blinded from seeing or hearing or observing whatever it was that God was doing. Verse 30, Jesus said, the voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of the world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. Jesus here is speaking about Satan. And Satan isn't going to be cast out right now, but at Jesus' death and resurrection, the final nail will be placed in Satan's coffin, so to speak. That's the event whereby Satan will be ultimately defeated. Now, Satan is still, in a sense, the ruler of this world. There are still spirits spiritual forces of darkness, demons, evil in our world today. So Satan is defeated right now, but he hasn't been completely vanquished yet. Verse 32, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. 
when Jesus says all people, he's not literally talking about every single human being. He's referring to all types of people. That falls in line with this theme we've been talking about from the very beginning of the Bible, that God's redemptive plan is for people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. There are liberal scholars and theologians who have tried to suggest that this verse supports the idea of universalism, that is, that everybody is going to go to heaven, everybody's going to be drawn to Jesus. And if we simply use Jesus' words a little bit earlier in the book of John to help us understand what he means by draw all people to myself, we won't make that mistake. I'm referring to John chapter 6 verse 44. This is when Jesus is talking about being the bread of life. And he says, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. And after he's drawn, I will raise him up on the last day. What Jesus is saying there is in the context of Jesus clearly teaching that not everybody is going to go to heaven. So if the only ones who are lifted up are the ones that the father draws to him and not all are lifted up, then that means that not all individual people are drawn. But representatives or individuals from every people group will be drawn because Jesus' gospel is for the whole world. Verse 33, he said that this was to show what kind of death he was going to die, referring to being lifted up on a cross. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? The crowd is under the impression that when the Messiah comes, he will rule perpetually. He'll exist perpetually. They're picking up on the fact that Jesus is talking in a way that suggests that he's going to die. And they're asking, well, how's that possible? Because the Son of Man isn't supposed to die according to the Old Testament teachings. Here's Jesus' response to their question, who is the Son of Man? Jesus said to them, the light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. That light theme that John has referred to a couple times going all the way back to the very first few verses is brought up again here. Jesus is referring to himself. I'm going to be here with you for a little while longer, and while I'm here, believe in me before it's too late. The same goes for people living in our day. Jesus isn't here physically on earth, but we're still in a time where it's not too late yet. We're in a time where the light of the gospel is shining, where the opportunity to put our faith and trust in Christ and thereby receive his righteousness, receive the penalty that he paid for our sin on the cross, Mark paid through faith in him, where that's all still possible. The day is coming, whether it be the day that somebody physically dies or whether it be the day that Christ returns, where it will be too late. There's an urgency to this. And this is one of the reasons that every single one of us who have faith in Jesus Christ should be pouring our lives into seeing that the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word is boldly and faithfully proclaimed. What can you do? What can I do? Lord, give us wisdom about how we're supposed to spend our time and our resources so that your name is made known and more folks put faith in you before it's too late. Amen. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2020 
2022 Daily Dose sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.